0: This is an experiment in podcasting for my phone. I was looking for ways to do podcasting in the cloud in a collaborative fashion. And it looks like there's some options. So at least for now, I'm going to try this app out and see what we can do with it. So the podcast that I'm going to be playing for you is a university lady who wrote a book and basically... She is a leftist, and she's going to show us how she thinks, and the two are going to discuss their views on the U.S. government. And basically, I I don't think that most people ever hear anyone talk like this, and I don't even think that their sponsors are aware that their name is appearing next to these people. I just want to play some clips, and I'll let them speak for themselves And, um, if you want to look up some more information on the background, you can look up critical theory, um, Adorno, Theodore Adorno, um, the Frankfurt School, and you can also get some background on that. It's called, um, the field that they're in is called American Studies, which is basically the American view on, of critical theory, which is basically a Marxist theory where they criticize and they have rightful criticism, but they're basically criticizing the American system in an attempt to uh, to to change it radically in a more Marxist, uh, I would say communist um, uh, way. Um, and they're advocating for a violent overthrow of the government. And I'll let them speak for themselves. You can listen in. And uh, these people are obviously very, very well read. And, um, some of this stuff is over my head, but, um, I think it's, uh, worth uh, listening to and, uh, you'll find a link to the original podcast as well. It's on the, uh, new Bo- new books network, which has hundreds of uh, podcasts. Um, some of them are quite interesting. So thanks a lot. And I hope you enjoy listening. I'll put some comments in between the main clips.
1: I'm the co-host of the channel, Lillian Barger. This edition is produced in cooperation with the Society for U.S. Intellectual History. My guest today is Robin Marie Everback, a writer, activist, and teacher at California State University, Chico. Her book, Liberalism is Not Enough, Race and Poverty in Postwar Political Thought, published by the University of North Carolina Press, is our topic today. Is the American experiment then a failed project from the get-go? And if it, if it is, does it require... Really, your, the implications of your argument, does it require that we dismantle our current constitution and rewrite it? Absolutely. Or can we just, or we continue to apply, you know, piecemeal remedies? And yes, I absolutely
2: do think we should rewrite the constitution, particularly well, I mean, the Senate, for example, just look at how the Senate is proportioned. It's, it's, um, it's a, you know, tragedy. It's a, it's a farce of democracy. So absolutely. Uh. Um,
0: This is the first step where they're basically saying that there is things to be criticized in the American system, and therefore we have to destroy it.
2: Um, As for the American experiment, I mean, the the very way that 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 question is phrased isn't really familiar to me because... What makes it American, right? Um, And what makes it not American? Uh, Are we talking about the continuation of this state, you know, this nation state we call America? Yeah, quite honestly, Lillian, I don't really care that much about that, right?
0: (laughs) So here, they're basically um, distancing themselves from the state that they've already, in their mind, have overthrown um, with violence. And um, they're saying, you know, what is this state— they have a complete lack of uh, patriotism, and they're advocating later in the next segment, you'll see they're advocating to um, plant the seeds of getting rid of any idea of um, loyalty or patriotism um, in other people.
2: Uh, liberalism, again, has many nice qualities or, or you know, admirable principles, but they are uh, um... Attempt to apply them in an economic structure, capitalism, uh, that uh, produces in many ways the opposite. Right? Uh, liberalism is supposed to value equality and freedom, and those two experiences are something right that um, many Black and Brown people in the United States would love to have and would have loved to have, and many poor white people as well. Okay, it's it's, it's particularly bad along lines of race, but it also Uh, damages uh, uh, white people as well. So
0: So here, she's summing up her basic idea of her book, um, where she studied liberalism um, in America and basically came to the conclusion that uh, it basically supports the capitalistic and um, she was also saying that it's a form of a white, Supremacy system, where uh, the people in general um, are not experiencing uh, freedom and uh, equality, um, unless they are a member of the uh, rich uh, white people. Uh, that's basically summing up what she was saying in her um, in the rest of her podcast. So this is one of the criticisms um, that they, this is one of the criticisms that uh, she holds up and um, her solution is to uh, get rid of capitalism um, and introduce communism, basically.
1: Part of the prob- I think the problem of structures, again, is the problem of foundations and the American people believe in America. They believe in their founding documents and institutions, even as imperfect and horrible as they may be, people still insist Mm -hmm. that fundamentally, and we hear presidents say this all the time, uh, after president, America is fundamentally good, our institutions are good, they're solid, we just need to believe in America, Uh, and as long as people that's an ideology that's just greater than liberalism. It's, it's on the right, on, on the left, it's everywhere. You know, I mean, I'm talking about mm-hmm. uh, Democrats and Republicans all will give that same speech, you know. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. as long as that uh, belief is there, then there's no possibility for something new because you've got to have, you've got to lose confidence in something to really begin to imagine something different. Right,
2: right.
0: Okay. absolutely. So here they're basically saying um, that patriotism is bad and supporting um, the system that is worthy of criticism that they mentioned before.
1: We, if we uh, decide, if, if the, uh, people decide they want a constitutional convention, you realize that that's probably going to be a really bloody situation because the country already is divided, very deeply divided about what they think America has to be. And I'm not advocating for it or against it. I'm just saying, hey, if we really did have a constitutional convention to rewrite the founding documents, okay, in a totally different way, that takes into account all your critiques, wow, we would have a mess. So what what is in your analysis what's our hope here? Because, I mean, can't, is there hope? Yep. Is there hope? So yes, there's hope. There's always
2: hope. But right now in this particular political and historical moment, not a lot for any, any, uh, within our lifetimes change. I don't, I don't think I will live to see, right. Uh, the, the true tackling of any of these issues that I've highlighted, so it's it's part of, if you will, the existential suffering of being on the left. Actually, is recognizing this partly because exactly what you pointed out, um, there most likely would be right a mess or bloodshed, and I'm not categorically opposed to violence um, any at all times, but I I think that it's something to be taken very seriously and. More importantly, the reason you would have so much bloodshed is because not enough American people are on board with this project. And I don't.
0: Okay, so I think that basically speaks for itself. Um, they're basically saying that they want to violently overthrow uh, the government, or um, well, they would, but they think that they need to get more people on board and that they're playing the long game, which is to basically um, convince people not to be patriots over the long term. Now, let's uh, close this up by um, naming some of their sponsors and you might be surprised. Support for this podcast comes from CalArts MFA creative writing program. Athena Health. This episode is brought to you by Courtyard by Marriott. Yeah, hearing that uh, Marriott is supporting them and, uh, telling people to live a life of luxury and drink cocktails is, uh, quite funny actually. Um, and it seems to be an odd and ironic, um, situation for, uh, leftists who are saying that, um, people are being exploited to be sponsored by a hotel company, which is no hotels are known for generally paying people, not so much, um, so doesn't seem to be, uh, supporting their, um, lofty goals. Anyway, I hope you, you enjoyed listening. Um, and, uh, I, I will be uh, reviewing other podcasts as we go. So, uh, let me know what you think. And, um, the name of the app I'm using is called anchor. Okay. Bye-bye.